All right, thank you for joining us, everyone. Uh, looks like we got a pretty good crowd here today, so this is great. I see some familiar faces from yesterday. Uh, we also did a session uh, over multi-cloud, so this one uh, is going to be a little bit uh, different pace. We're actually going to do a demo today, so uh, that's what we're really looking forward to. So uh, this session is how to build a, a powerful multi-cloud. So I'm just curious, uh, who here is currently operating in any, even just one VMware cloud? Is anyone making use of one cloud? How about more than one? Multiple clouds. All right. Well, we, we have at least a couple, so that's awesome. That's good to see. So I'm curious if this will relate to uh, your, your case, but uh, I, we think it's pretty cool. So uh, let's get started. If my clicker is going to work here. All right. Clicker's not going to work, so we're going to do the manual way. All right. So this is our uh, agenda. Like I said, uh, most of this is going to be the demo. We're going to spend most of the time on the demo, so I'm not going to bore you with uh, too many slides. So um, uh, we're going to first discuss uh, the team that we're on, uh, and then uh, we'll go ahead and uh, get through the demo. So this is uh, let's get started. My name is Joseph Polkar. Uh, I'm a staff multi-cloud solutions architect on the uh, multi-cloud team with VMware. There's a strategy and an architecture uh, branch of the team, and we're uh, both on the uh, architecture side. And uh, most of my background is actually with uh, federal service providers. Uh, worked with uh, like DISA, for example, GDIT on some uh, uh, government clouds, DOD clouds. So that's uh, where most of my experience comes from. Uh, work a, a lot with cloud director and providers in, in, in the current role that I'm in. And of course, we support uh, a lot of multi-cloud yep. uh, engagement. So. And I'm going to hand it off to my uh, co-speaker here, Justin. Thanks, Joseph. Uh, so good morning, everybody. My name is Justin Brandon. I'm a multi-cloud solutions architect, part of the multi-cloud architecture group with uh, Joseph here. Uh, I have 11 years experience in IT industry, uh, primarily focusing on uh, uh, consulting and professional services. Uh, over the past year, while at VMware, I've been focused on uh, a key GSI partner for VMware, helping deliver their go-to-market strategy around multi-cloud architecture and technologies that we're going to talk about today. So, very relevant. So, so just a little bit of background about me and Joseph's team. We're, we're part of the multi-cloud solutions architect team. Uh, and our vision really is to be leaders in the multi-cloud space. Uh, VMware has invested a lot of uh, knowledge and, and revenue to help build out a really robust and powerful lab for us to have fun and build these cool demos to show you guys. So we're really proud of that. And we really want to be the leaders in VMware in the multi-cloud space and helping enable clients and VMware customers towards that multi-cloud strategy and journey. So that's really what our, our vision is and, and what our mission statement is to help drive those uh, goals towards multi-cloud consumption. Yep, and I, just to add to that, uh, you know, the reason this team was formed initially is because uh, we really, if you think about it, there's some uh, uh, folks that either are in AWS or supporting Azure or uh, Google, and, you know, they're kind of in their own swim lane, so we really needed to create that multi-cloud team. So that's where we're kind of uh, branching together. Yes. Uh, so that's what our team does, and we help both partners, uh, customers, direct customers, as well as um, mentoring for uh, internal uh, architects as well. That's right. That's your slide. All right. So uh, the first thing I wanted to discuss uh, before we dig into the demo is uh, the uh, VMware Cloud Ready Framework. 
So for anyone that's really looking uh, or interested in building a multi-cloud, uh, this is a really good document to start with. Uh, this is a white paper that uh, breaks down how to adopt multi-cloud into uh, really five pillars. Uh, so if you think about it, there's a lot of uh, well-architected framework out there, but once again, it's specific to one cloud provider. Uh, so this is really trying to pull that together uh, for all the cloud providers. Um, the, the five pillars are uh, first plan, right? So you have to, to plan and there's multiple parts of planning, right? It's not just planning what uh, VMs are gonna move or uh, how are you gonna modernize and whatnot. Uh, you have to plan your organization, right? Because a lot of times your organization is not structured to support multi-cloud or there are kind of silos supporting different clouds. So maybe you are already making use of multiple clouds, but uh, they're operating in silos. So that's really where you have to start planning. Uh, and then the second part is, of course, assessing your uh, applications. Uh, there's a couple of tools that VMware has that can help you with this. One, for example, is uh, Network Insight. Uh, you can uh, do a, an application discovery there. Uh, VROps also has uh, service discovery capabilities as well. So really finding out what all the dependencies are for your applications and whatnot, uh, that, that's really how you get started with the planning phase. And of course, there's a lot more detail in this document, so I'd really recommend checking it out. Yeah. Uh, the next part is building. So building is taking what you've uh, learned from the planning stage and actually implementing that. So that's deploying your SDDCs, uh, you know, ensuring you have uh, backup and recovery uh, handled as well. And anytime you can implement automation throughout the process, uh, you know, you're going to want to uh, start that in the build phase, of course. And then uh, secure. So, uh, you know, this is uh, really critical and is sometimes an afterthought. Um, so you really need to focus on securing the workloads, especially if you're uh, having to uh, do you like compliance or framework? Like, uh, for example, in my past with the government, I worked with uh, FedRAMP. So that's one of those uh, certifications that we had to ensure that we could meet. Uh, there's also like PCI compliance for credit cards and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So all of that, you really have to consider that. And then of course, uh, identity and access management kind of falls under this category, setting up uh, RBAC and uh, uh, MFA, things like that. That's gonna fall under this pillar. The next is modernize. So modernize, uh, you really start with your infrastructure, right? Uh, by migrating your existing workloads to the cloud, you're really modernizing your infrastructure because you're no longer having to manage that infrastructure. It's, it's in the cloud. So that's kind of the first step. Uh, then, of course, there's modernizing applications. Uh, that could consist of modernizing uh, just a handful of applications, right? Uh, and a lot of times people think you have to modernize everything, but uh, you should really start small. Uh, and uh, so you, you might modernize perhaps uh, a, a certain components or certain microservices um, of a, an application, maybe not the entire thing. So uh, that's gonna kind of fall under this uh, modernize pillar. And then the last is operate. So uh, when you're shifting to a multi-cloud, your, your mindset has to change a little bit because uh, like myself coming from, uh, you know, supporting a data center, you think about like your servers, are they gonna go down? You know, you really don't have to think about the servers anymore. The infrastructure, uh, you're really focused on the applications at that point. Uh, and that falls under the uh, shared responsibility framework that uh, if you're using a VMware cloud, right, you're no longer having to deal with your ESXi hosts, you're not responsible if those go down. Um, so you can focus on the applications. Uh, 
-hmm. And then, uh, you know, uh, everything else that goes along with day two operations, um, uh, monitoring and reporting, whatnot, that's going to fall under this pillar. So, yeah, I would definitely recommend taking a look at it. Cool. So, uh, this slide kind of depicts uh, the, the the encompasses the VMware Cloud. So, you know, starting at the bottom, you have the, your VMware Cloud providers. Uh, it doesn't matter if it's Oracle, Google Cloud, Microsoft Azure, or one of the VCPP partners. Uh, essentially, you have the same experience across any of the cloud providers, which really aligns with the VMware Cloud multi-cloud strategy. We're looking to unify the experience for your developers, the same infrastructure experience across the public cloud providers, and me and Joseph will just do a demonstrate how, how powerful that is, the ability to move any application into any public cloud, which, which truly enables and unifies that multi-cloud experience that we're, we're talking about. And you'll, you'll keep continue to hear as you're here. So. You've probably seen this slide yeah. before. <laughs> Something similar. All right, Here's so uh, this is uh, what we call our multi-cloud universe. So you'll notice that was like the theme of this year's uh, VMware Explorer. I'm just gonna uh, say our team should probably take credit because uh, there's PV. Yeah, yep. <laughs> we we, we kind of thought of this first. Uh, we we call our it used to be called the lab. We no longer call it a lab. It's the multi-cloud universe. Uh, we use this for demos or just testing. Um, and in this uh, scenario for this demo, this is what the uh, configuration looks like. Uh, so we have uh, AWS, Azure, and uh, Google. Uh, currently set up, and we use uh, a, a cloud interconnect. So the cloud exchange we use is Megaport. Mm -hmm. So that's how we're actually establishing connectivity between all of these clouds. Then we also have an on-prem instance uh, that's actually hosted in Rackspace, but that's what we use as our on-prem instance. So um, yeah, that's about what it looks like. All right, so this is uh, gonna be kind of a demonstration of what we're gonna do in the demo. Uh, so just to set the stage here, here's the location of all of our uh, environments currently. So we've got uh, Rackspace in Chicago, uh, Azure is in East US, and then uh, AWS and Google are in uh, West. So uh, this is the current layout. And as we start this demo, we're gonna have three VMs that are deployed in AWS, those three VMs our WordPress apps. So those have been deployed ahead of time. And uh, the naming scheme, even though they're all list, they're all hosted on uh, VMC on AWS right now, we have them named according to the hyperscaler that we're gonna move them to. Uh, and we've deployed a native database at each uh, hyperscaler location. So we have one in VMC, uh, GCV, and AVS. Uh, and each one of those WordPress apps are connected to their, uh, their databases. So we're gonna migrate, we're gonna do a live migration from AWS for the Azure and the Google VMs. For those WordPress apps, we're gonna do a live migration uh, to the, their uh, respective hyperscalers. And then we'll confirm database connectivity after the fact. All right, and then, uh, yeah, we'll get started with the demo. This is kind of what it's gonna look like. Like I said, we'll do the, uh, the migration, uh, what the integration looks like with the native service, and then I'll just show you what hybrid link mode looks like just on the side. Uh, and uh, we also produced a, a, a multi-cloud dashboard in VROps, so we can show you what that looks like. Um, and that's how we're monitoring this application. Yeah. And this is all an example of what you could do 
if you're going to adopt uh, this multi-cloud approach. Cool. All right. So, we go. Thanks so I'll talk you through this demo here. I didn't start it. So this is a pre-recorded demo, just because live demos don't usually go too well. <laughs> to avoid embarrassment. <laughs> OK, so we're starting out. Uh, we're logging into, this is GCBE, or Google VMware Engine. Uh, we have three clusters deployed there, as you can see. Next, we're going to take a look at ABS, or Azure VMware Solution. We have three hosts deployed there. And finally, we're going to take a look at VMC. And we have three hosts as well. So same footprint across all the hyperscalers, uh, same experience, and the same UI that we're all familiar with. Um, next, we're actually going to take a look at the actual applications that are, that are going to move. Like as Joseph mentioned, they're they're labeled accordingly to their landing zone. So this VMC one is already up and running. It's already connected to a native uh, RDS database that exists in AWS. So we can verify you have the hello world. The WordPress application is working. It's communicating with this database just fine. And so the ne next step is we're actually going to move these workloads to their uh, 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 landing zone. So we initiate HCX, which is your migration tool uh, to move across the different clouds. We select our uh, target, which is ABS. Select our resource pool. Our storage. Folder that we created here. Yes. Let's select our target network. And of course, you can do a live migration or a bulk migration. Yeah, it just yeah. depends on your needs. Yeah, this particular one's a vMotion, but yeah, there's there's a, there's a couple different options there. We're doing a vMotion if you need to maintain availability. It's an option as well. We validate and we kick off the migration. And this video is sped up a little bit because we don't want to bore you guys with this <laughs> process. Um, next, we can move to the, the GC, GCVE workload. Uh, we kick off the initiate the HCX migration, select our storage, sorry, target vCenter. Well, it depends on the size of the workload. These ones, they took about what? It's not minutes? very long, 10, 15 minutes. 15 minutes maybe. or so? Yeah, not that long. Yeah. It's just not too exciting to watch the bar spin. Yeah. You know. <laughs> yep. And it, yeah, it depends on the size. Mm -hmm. some, are, some are potentially going to take much longer. Yep, go through the settings here. This one's a V-Motion. Okay. Underlying network is uh, Megaport. We have uh, dedicated circuits directly into all the public cloud providers, express route for ABS, uh, the same for GCB. Yep. So in an enterprise 
Uh, you're talking about the question is where, where the network traffic itself. Well, it depends on the application on your traffic flow, like how it's set up. Uh, if you move it to the to the cloud, the gateway should exist on cloud. It depends on your your design on what your traffic flow is. But yeah, if if you're if you need to come back on prem, yeah, that's of course, yeah, it needs it needs to come back on prem. So. Yes, yeah, uh, right, so that, yeah, so the network traffic is going through Megaport, right? So uh, it's not having a pipe back through yeah. on-prem, if, if that's the, the question. So it really just depends on, like, you can also stretch layer two networks with HCX. Uh, we don't yep. show that in great detail here. So uh, it really depends on how your network configuration is, but when you're migrating from one cloud to another, it's going through Megaport in this instance, it's not having to go through on-prem. It's not hairpinning through on-prem. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. 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 Um, so here we take a look at the, just some of the, the networking connect, native connectivity into uh, some of the native services. And this is showing the, the AVS database. AVS right? database, yeah, database. Uh, this is as a private endpoint that's associated with that uh, managed SQL database that is uh, mapped to our subnet that's associated with our uh, VMware uh, SCDC deployment in AVS. Uh, next, we're moving over to GCVE. We're taking a look at the uh, managed SQL database that's deployed there. You can see the, the network connectivity that's uh, in place. Uh, it's associated private IP, uh, current CPU utilization that it's leveraging. And Next, we're going to actually take a look at the actual VPC networking, which is connected into our GCB SDDC installation. So this is really showing how you not only have mobility between different clouds, right? right? Um, it's also showing how you can tie into the native services. So that's what we wanted to uh, show here. It, you can just because you're using a VMware cloud with a uh, hyperscaler or service provider doesn't mean you don't have access, you know, you're still going to have access to those native services. Right. So now we're going to take a look at the actual migration itself. Uh, it looks like it's completed. And we're going to verify that the application is working. Good. There's no expectation. Uh, it, we didn't stretch the networks in this example, but if there's a requirement for you to stretch the actual networks, you can. Yeah, if you notice, the actual IP scheme is different from, from the different clouds that we moved to. Did the VM customization on the web? No, no, it, it grabbed an, a new IP address once it was moved to that public cloud provider. DHCP? Yes. Yep. Yeah, so there... How many of us are actually using DHCP in our 
So there, there's multiple ways. You, you can absolutely stretch layer two networks, so that's an option if that's a requirement for you. Yeah. Um, however, just for the sake of this demo, we were showing just the, the migration aspect of it, so we didn't actually have connectivity with those databases before the migration. Uh, and then as far as IP schemes before and after, uh, if it's important that you keep the same IP, you know, potentially using a stretch network, yeah. or a lot of times what we'll see is uh, updating DNS for the public IP. So uh, perhaps you have a different public IP uh, on the other side and you can update public DNS. Right. Next, we're, we're gonna verify the GCB uh, uh, workload is communicating with its native database service. Uh, there are ITX extensions. Mm -hmm. Yes. Phoebe says yes. <laughs> My boss says yes, though. <laughs> it must be true. Oh, of course not. Yeah, we don't want to click. <laughs> um, so, yeah, we just verify that the database is talking to the instance. The application is up. So, really, like Joseph said, we really want to, de what we're demonstrating with this is a very simple demo. We're showing that. You can integrate with the native services. You're not isolated to the VMware cloud. You can deploy to any, any uh, cloud that you choose and leverage the native services as you see fit. So pretty straightforward. And then we're going to just verify the actual same unified experience across all the different clouds. So here's application AVS. Here it is in GCBE. Awesome. I that's think it. that's it. That's it. Yeah. That's All right. And we'll do the second part. There's a second part of the demo. So now that we have our application moved, how are we monitoring it, right? So that's what we're going to look at next. All right. So we're in the uh, VMware Cloud Console now, and we're just going to navigate to our vCenter. And here I was just showing that uh, we actually did have our uh, on-prem instance added. Uh, with vSphere Plus, we're actually in our lab, we're using the demo. Yeah. So there is a trial that you can use. So we didn't actually relicense it, but vSphere Plus allows you to connect your on-prem environments uh, and relicense them from, uh, you know, a, to a subscription-based license. Uh, but the really cool thing is you can actually see all of your vCenter in inventory and resources from a single pane, right? Even your on-prem instances. Mm -hmm. So that's kind of what I wanted to show here. Uh, but we're gonna log into the VMC instance and uh, I do have the on-prem instance set up uh, in hyperlink mode with the uh, VMC on AWS instance. So we'll see that here where we can actually view both of them in the same inventory. Uh, and to accomplish this, you just have to de deploy a vCenter Cloud Gateway appliance uh, to your on-prem. And uh, that allows you to kind of proxy the connection. And uh, there you go. You can see both the, the VMC and on-prem instance in the same inventory. Yep. So I think that's pretty powerful. Just showing the same inventory. And then we're going to uh, browse over here in just a minute to uh, vRealize Operations Cloud. Uh, and before I do that, I, I remember I do show the hybrid link mode connectivity. So this is where you'd go to see that hybrid management. And you can actually see that on-prem connection. 
It's uh, really easy to set up. We actually didn't have this set up before I was going through this. And I'm like, well, we really got to show the hybrid link mode if we're going to do a demo. So I set this up super quickly. Um, it was really simple. Uh, so now we're going to navigate to vRealize uh, Operations Cloud. And like I said earlier, we have a dashboard set up. Uh, also, I created this pretty quick. We already had uh, all of their, our different cloud instances connected. Uh, so it was easy to create this dashboard, but we have our on-prem uh, listed up top here. And for that, we just have the inventory. And I think I go through and show that you can actually browse through the inventory in this dashboard. Uh, we have some alerts in the middle there. And then uh, top used resources, memory resources on the right. This is just an example. Of course, you would customize this to uh, what you really care about. Uh, and then uh, right below it, you'll notice that there is VMware Cloud on AWS. So we're going to scroll down and take a look at that. And uh, this widget right here shows the RDS database. So mm -hmm. all of these uh, individual boxes show different metrics from the database. Uh, and then so we're taking a look at the CPU just as an example. There's our uh, Bitnami WordPress. Uh, and then we also have, have the actual WordPress app itself. So if you think about that, the WordPress app is hosted on the VMware Cloud, right? And the database is hosted uh, in a native service. But we're still able to view that from the same screen. So I think that's really powerful. Multi-cloud vision, yeah. You can see yeah. everything. True multi-cloud. True multi-cloud. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're uh, also going to show the same thing for AVS, Azure VMware Solution. Uh, we also have the SQL database and the WordPress app. So a similar layout. And then we have the inventory. Uh, and then alerts for each one, uh, just to show what you can actually set up here. And last but not least, we have uh, GCVE, the same setup, database, WordPress app. And then uh, just browsing through the inventory. So it's really seamless. You're actually viewing this from uh, one page that's kind of the single pane of glass uh, for monitoring. Um, and uh, we, to accomplish this, we're, we're connecting to not only the different vCenters, right, but we're also connecting to uh, Azure and Google uh, and AWS so that we can view the native services. Mm -hmm. So I'm showing that here now, uh, just our vCenter connectivity, our VMC on AWS connectivity, uh, and then our AWS and Azure. Uh, and then further down, we have GCP, which is Google. So uh, there are plugins to actually monitor all of these uh, from VROps, which mm -hmm. is, is pretty powerful. Uh, and to accomplish this, uh, like if you're uh, monitoring something remotely with VROps, you also have to deploy a proxy. I don't show that, but it's similar to like the vCenter Cloud Gateway, where you have to deploy that appliance. Uh, and then here, I'm just browsing the inventory of VROps to show what it looks like if I want to look through the different regions of AWS, if I have uh, servers or services deployed there, and I'm browsing to the uh, database as well, just to show if you're kind of outside of the dashboard how you can get there. Uh, there's tons of metrics. Uh, if you've seen VROps, this will look pretty similar, um, or familiar, I should say. A lot of metrics to choose from. Each different object has uh, different metrics associated with it and properties. So I'm just showing that here. Uh, Aria is uh, gonna, going to include and, and encompass a lot of this. So yep. I, I, ideally, we would have shown the Aria version of this, but of course, it's still uh, fresh off the press. So uh, yes, but you can expect something similar from Aria. Yep. All right, I believe that completes that.
Let's just make sure. All right, and that was it. Uh, did anyone have any questions? Yes. 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 So uh, the question was, we showed this with the MySQL database or other databases supported. And yes, it just depends yep. on your needs. That was one of the native services available. Mm -hmm. And we just 